Financial literacy is key when it comes to building wealth and retiring comfortably. However, just because a person successfully reaches their retirement years with a solid nest egg doesn't mean that the learning is over. On today's show, we'll go through the importance of financial education even after retirement. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Welcome into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host, Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, a great resource website for you. Check this out, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Prashant is an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We get into the retirement topics each and every week, and here we go. It's about education, folks, financial literacy, is another way to say you don't know what you don't know until you know. On today's show, we're going to highlight some reasons why that your financial education should not stop once you are retired. So Prashant, you know, just make wise spending decisions. You get to retirement. That doesn't mean woo willy nilly. I mean, you got to be wise here. Absolutely. Retirement is often, you know, accompanied by that decrease in income because you're no longer working. And so that paycheck stops coming in and now you have to recreate that paycheck for yourself. And that means that you'll need to be extra careful about some of the spending that you are doing. Okay, if you aren't careful, you might find yourself dipping into your savings more frequently in retirement. Uh, You want to talk with your advisor and ask some of those important questions like, how much can I withdraw without running out of money? You know, how am I allocated for risk, right? Understanding your unique financial situation is a key to having that successful retirement. So make sure that the learning never stops. Ask those questions. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, it could be a great opportunity to actually meet with a professional and just, you know, kind of get those questions answered, especially from an independent third party. I tell you, it's funny you should mention that. Each week we talk retirement here with Prashant Sabapathy, and each week there's an opportunity to get on his calendar, no cost or obligation, and you can see where you are in your retirement planning process, see where your you know, your financial education is. I mean, I, I was thinking of this when you were talking just about making wise decisions. Think about how much, uh, let's just say, you know, if your schooling stops after, let's say, high school, or maybe uh, you go into the military and, and you get education through the military, you have a great career, or you're going to college or you go to advanced degree. I mean, think about how much you actually learn after you graduate. I mean, it's called yeah. it's called it's called life. So yeah. you, you have to I mean, that education continues. Your financial education needs to continue as well. So talking about, you know, moving towards your retirement years, things that you need to just be aware of and need to educate yourself on. What about Social Security benefits? I mean, a lot of people out there, Prashant, think, OK, when I get to the number, I'm done. I'm in. I'm, that's what I'm doing. But you really need to study how this is done. Yeah. And it's important to maximize those Social Security benefits because, you know, Social Security is oftentimes an important source of income in retirement. And yet there's so many people out there who don't know how the program works. And that means that by not knowing, you could be potentially leaving money on the table. Okay, so when we talk about how to maximize your Social Security benefit, if you're working with an advisor, Uh, they should be providing you with something like a social security timing report. 
And what a timing report is going to do is kind of break down all of your options to show you the difference between, you know, one of your best options and one of your worst options. I was doing a report like this the other day for um, a client and it was astounding. You know, we ran all their social security options through our timing report calculator and I found that the difference between the best option and the worst option resulted in something like a differential of $250,000 of lifetime income. That was the difference between the best option and the worst option there. I mean, $250,000, I don't know about you, but to me, that's a heck of a lot of money. I would hate to leave that on the table uh, simply by not preparing uh, appropriately for it. So, folks, it's about financial education. And these are reasons why you really keep educating yourself even after you retire. So we're talking about we've talked about already, you know, making wise spending decisions once you hit retirement. Also, you know, know your Social Security benefits, maximize those. And what about inflation? I mean, this is a this is a key topic right now, Prashant, because, man, we're seeing those numbers tick up. Yeah, you know. As of March, inflation was up 8.5% over last year. That was the highest rate in over 40 years. The April numbers came out, and I believe they were right around 8.3%. So they are inflation did tick down year over year just a little bit. But I'll tell you what, 8.3% or 8.5% is a huge number. By continuing your financial education in retirement, you can actually find out which investments can maybe help you beat inflation or at least keep up with inflation. Things like tips. Tips are treasury inflation-protected securities. Um, there's even some stocks out there where over the longer term, they've been able to kind of test well through inflation. Uh, you look at the federal government offering Series I bonds that are out there. And so, you know, you want to evaluate any investment for your unique situation, certainly when we do this program, we're not here to give uh, specific investment advice, but I think the underlying point is that you got to get educated on sure. what is out there. No, and it's a continuing education. Uh, you know, a lot of times, maybe in your past life, when when you had a, a job of whatever that you know position was, you know, at certain times of the year, you would have to take CE, continuing education, yeah. just to kind of mm -hmm. stay up with everything. Same thing goes for retirement, folks. Things are always changing. Uh, it's not like your retirement is going to be in a bubble or in a vacuum. Uh, things are going to impact it. So just be aware, stay up on it, stay educated. So this next one, plan for health care costs. And, and folks, that's almost a given. We're seeing inflation going up. Uh, we're seeing taxes going up. And guess what? Health care costs going to go up. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest kind of misconceptions for retirees is, OK, all I have to do is make it to age 65 because then Medicare kicks in and I'm all taken care of. However, we find that that's not really the case. Healthcare costs can be a really major expense when you get to retirement. There was some research done by Fidelity that said that a retired couple at age 65, and this was as of 2021, could need about, wait for it, $300,000. $300,000 saved to cover healthcare expenses in retirement. So it's important to have a good understanding of what your options are and how to plan for those costs, because Medicare by itself typically doesn't always cut it. I mean, $300,000, that's like buying another house in retirement, 
I mean, those, those numbers are staggering. And, and a lot of people out there are putting health care kind of on the back burner or not thinking about it as much because they're either approaching retirement or right into retirement. And they're enjoying themselves. They're taking those trips. You know, they're they're joining the golf club. They're playing more golf. And it's just not on their it's not in their mindset that, hey, you know, eventually uh, health care could be an issue for myself, my spouse. If you're solo, obviously, just for yourself. But I mean, think about these things well ahead of time and plan for them. So educating yourself financially is what we're focusing on uh, this portion of the program this week. Prashant Sambapathy, again, you can find him at Elite Income Advisors. If you've got any questions about what we've been talking about, you can always grab one of the calendar positions we're going to open up no cost or obligation you can have these conversations in person at elite and Income. morgan I, I wanted to say one yeah, one yeah go ahead thing here is you know just kind of piggybacking on health care i think that there's a there's kind of a big differential there between health care and long-term care True. okay i think a lot of times people get these two things mixed up so it's not just planning for health care but we also have to plan for long-term care as we get closer and closer to retirement or even into retirement, because the fact is, as you get older, there's just a chance that you'll need assistance with uh, daily living activities. Right. And so for someone who turns 65 years old today, there's almost a seven out of 10 chance, 70 percent that they'll need some type of long term care services in the future. I was just doing an annual review with a client who shared with me that his mother recently had a fall and she went into a nursing home and you know the qualifier for going into that nursing home was that could she do two out of her six activities of daily living well they released her from the nursing home and he's telling me you know she's gonna have trouble doing these things but the nursing home won't take her because she doesn't technically qualify for that under the definition of not being able to do two out of her six activities of daily living and so we're working through his options, and it looks like he's going to need to hire skilled nursing care to come live with mom or whatever to help her uh, through that time. And, you know, she's, what, 85 or 86 years old. And now that's an out-of-pocket expense that he's going to have to deal with in retirement. He's about 59 years old. He's going to retire in a couple years. And now we have to kind of retool his plan to say, hey, if I had to come up with an out-of-pocket expense of another 2000 3000 4000 a month so that I can help mom, how are we going to do that, right? And these are some of the big things that retirees and pre-retirees are going through. And I'm sure that if you're listening out there, you can probably share in some of these bigger concerns that people are facing. So what we're going to do right now, I think this is a good time to do it. We'll open up our phone lines just as we do every week, and we're going to open them up for the next 10 callers, okay? 10 callers only who call in right now. You'll be able to book a visit with me and my team to help you retire smart, Maryland. And so when you call in, schedule that appointment with us, and when you come in to visit with us, you're going to be able to have a financial plan put together that is totally complimentary. So you leave your checkbook at home when you come in. It's complimentary. There's no obligation to become a client. And we're going to go through things like a customized income plan, which will utilize strategies to help you turbocharge your retirement income. We'll talk about taxes. What is your tax liability going to look like in retirement? We'll also do things like do fee, fee analysis and risk analysis for you to show you how much you're paying in fees 
and how much risk you're taking with your portfolio. But there's only 10 spots every week. Pick up the phone and call right now. All right, 10 positions, no cost or obligation. We're opening up those spots right now. They'll be open for the entire show. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Again, a courtesy service to help educate and enlighten. 800-653-8404. Retirement accounts and dividend stocks are oftentimes a great pairing. When we come back, we'll highlight three reasons why holding dividend-paying stocks in your IRA could be a strategy that's built just for you. Welcome back into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. They have a wonderful website, great resource for you. Check it out, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. And Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Physical Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And we get into the topics each and every week. And each and every week, you're going to have questions about your situation. Well, we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy, no cost or obligation. And the way it works, we open up 10 positions for the show every week. And they're open from the beginning of the show right up until the very end. So you have an opportunity, no cost or obligation, to grab one of those appointments and come in for a conversation. 800-653-8404. Jot it down. 800-653-8404. Or call it right now and book your appointment. Again, 10 spots. And when they're gone, they're gone. Big retirement savings balance, man, that's awesome. That's great. But you're going to need income, too. And when you pair retirement accounts with dividend stocks, they go together kind of like ah, copy and paste. Maybe Bonnie and Clyde, needle and thread, or alcohol and bad decisions. Well, let's not go there. But let's go here. <laughs> what about tax-deferred earnings? Yeah, so one benefit of of owning dividend stocks in pre-tax retirement accounts, things like 401ks, traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, you have a valuable tax feature in that you have tax deferred earnings. Okay. And I should say in a Roth IRA, that's not a pre-tax account. That's an after-tax account. But basically in all of your retirement accounts, you have those tax deferred earnings. And so that means that you don't pay taxes annually on the dividend income in these accounts. You also won't pay annual taxes on realized gains or earned interest. So conversely, okay, if you held dividend stocks in a taxable account, like a brokerage or a TOD account, you're probably gonna have to pay some tax, whether it's 15%, 20% on your dividend income. And that's gonna go to Uncle Sam each and every year. But in your retirement account, you can leave those funds invested. And the more money you have invested just through the power of compounding over time, the faster your balance can potentially grow. Folks, it's it's about having a plan. It's about having these conversations. Uh, we get into so many different topics. They're all interesting and it all uh, has to do with retirement. So if you've got any questions and you want to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy, there's an opportunity each and every week. We start off with 10 positions uh, they go very, very quickly. Uh, grab one of those spots. Have these types of conversations about your retirement. It's all about education, folks. And we're highlighting, you know, three reasons why just holding dividend stocks, you know, can be a good strategy built just for you if they're in your 401k or your IRA. So the first one was tax deferred earnings covered, right? 
And then passive retirement income machine, that it can be that for you. Yeah, and look, everyone's talking about passive income these days, right? I think it's like one of those hot topics or nice little buzzwords that everyone's talking about. And dividend stocks and really dividend funds produce a passive income, which could be very useful in retirement. The more cash that you generate as a retiree, the less reliant you are on actually selling your investments to fund some of those retirement distributions. Just remember, selling shares reduces your future earnings potential, and it actually shortens the overall lifespan of your nest egg. Okay, so imagine this. Imagine if you had held enough dividend-paying stocks to fund 100% of your retirement income needs, right? You could live off of those dividends indefinitely while maintaining your wealth. That sounds like a pretty sweet idea to me. You likely have the flexibility to splurge occasionally, maybe even leave a sizable inheritance for loved ones in that kind of scenario. So that's really good. But to grow your passive income retirement machine, really, you want to reinvest those dividends while you're still working and contributing to your retirement account. Each time you reinvest those dividends, it increases your share count and it increases the amount of income potential that your account ultimately has. Folks, I mean, I tell you, you, you get into these different topics, everything that we're going through currently uh, and trying to you know, plan for your retirement, things that you can do and highlighting these three reasons why just having dividend stocks in your 401k and IRA can help with your strategy uh, for retirement and well into retirement. Uh, it just gets, you know, it gets you thinking about so many different things. So there's tax deferred earnings we've talked about. All right. The passive retirement income machine, it can be for you. We've just hit that. And now we're going to move to this. And everybody's talking about it because inflation is a big, bad word. But built in inflation protection. Yeah. And this is just because inflation is a real concern and it's a real challenge, quite frankly, for retirees. Now, in 10 years, a moderate 2 percent inflation rate increases the cost of $100 worth of stuff to $121.90. And what that does is that puts a slow and steady squeeze on your retirement budget over time, right? And so dividends can actually provide inflation protection. According to iShares, which is a company owned by BlackRock, the, the growth in dividends paid by United States companies has actually outpaced inflation over the past 150 years. So specifically, the annual dividend growth rate was 3.7%, while inflation only grew at an average rate of 2% annually between 1871 and 2021. Now, obviously, in this year, it's going to be a lot higher than that. But there's also a category of dividend stocks known for increasing those dividends consistently from year to year. And these are what are called the dividend aristocrats. And in order to become a dividend aristocrat, a company must have raised its dividend consistently for at least the past 25 years. Pretty exclusive group there. But just remember that history doesn't really guarantee the dividend will increase uh, forever. Uh, but it does show a company's deep commitment to returning 
income back to the shareholders. Usually corporate leaders are reluctant to lose their dividend aristocrat status once it's been earned. It's kind of a really cool concept. Yeah, cool concept, track record. You can take a look at it. Uh, History repeating itself in a good way uh, when it comes to that aristocrat uh, again that dividend and that stock. So folks, we talk about retirement each and every week here on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, Prashant Sabapathy, and we go through all these different topics. Uh, There's an opportunity about to present itself to get on the calendar with Prashant at Elite Income Advisors, no cost or obligation. And again, this is where you have these conversations. You ask these types of questions and how this all is going to work for you. So we understand that there's a lot going on and it's going to impact your retirement. So make sure you have a plan. And we often say on the program, make sure you have all the puzzle pieces and all those puzzle pieces fit together snugly. And when you step back from your puzzle, from your retirement puzzle, there it is. It is a clear defined picture of what you're going to have in retirement. So it starts with a conversation. But again, as we get into this conversation, just about the three reasons why holding dividend stocks in your 401ks and IRAs could really be a strategy that could win for you. I mean, there's tax deferred earnings. It can turn into a passive retirement income machine for you. It's a built-in inflation protection. It certainly is. And now this next and final kind of summation, uh, they, they title this a dynamic duo for retirement. I think of the Batman theme, right? And they're they're running as a cartoon, but they're together and they're a dynamic duo. And retirement accounts and dividend stocks very well could be a dynamic duo for retirement planning because those dividend paying assets generate rising income over time, hopefully. And that retirement account protects you from wealth depleting taxes as you build that nest egg up. And that's a pretty powerful one-two punch to help you reach your retirement goals. If you think about what we talk about every single week here, we always talk about the importance of creating your financial house, right? And what's the most important part of building a new house? It's that foundation. And so you have to start to think about your retirement as if you're building a retirement financial house, okay? And the most important part of that house is the foundation, which is actually your income in retirement. So whether you saved 100,000, 500,000, a million dollars or more for retirement, at some point you're going to need to turn that nest egg into an income. Okay? And if you're concerned about that type of thing, it's a great opportunity for you to come in and visit with us. If you call in and you're one of the first 10 people who can get a spot in our office, we're going to custom design for you an easy to understand financial review. And that's going to help you understand whether you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's absolutely no obligation or cost to any of the callers who call in and schedule that initial visit with us. When you come in, you can expect that we'll run a forensic fee analysis for you to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll actually show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. We'll also perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes, increase your cash flow and income in retirement. And finally, we'll create that customized lifetime income plan, which is going to use proven strategies and techniques that could help to turbocharge your retirement income. But there's only 10 spots every week. Our phone lines are open. You have to pick up the phone. 
and you have to call right now. It's complimentary with no obligation. All right. We've opened the 10 spots, and when they're gone, they're gone. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. I mean, folks, each week we talk retirement. We shed light on so many different topics. We see folks struggling with these each and every week, and it's an opportunity for you to educate yourself about your own retirement situation and plan from this point going forward. So make sure you have a plan. Make sure it's unique to you, and this is your opportunity right now. 800-653-8404. Each and every week, we have 10 positions on the calendar. We've carved them out for radio listeners and radio listeners only, but when they're gone, they're gone. Beginning of the show, they're open. End of the show, we close it. So if you want one of the 10, you need to call right now. 800-653-8404. That number one more time, 800-653-8404. With all that's going on in the world, having a solid retirement and income plan is critical. When we come back, we'll outline several steps to help make sure your plan is ready for whatever the market, the economy, or inflation can throw at you. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He's a published author, physical health, retirement wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And Prashant's got a wonderful website. It's a great resource for you. Check out Elite Income Advisors. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant, no cost or obligation. The way it works, we have opened up 10 positions. We do that at the beginning of the show. Uh, When they fill up, they're full. Uh, You'll have to wait till next week. But they're open right now, and you can certainly call and book an appointment, 800-653-8404. And periodically throughout the show, we'll open those up, and you can jump on it. And absolutely, you know, think about your education, think about your retirement, you know, finding out as much information as you can. Are you sitting pretty for your golden years? Those are all big, big questions. So let's get into this. There are some basic things that you should be doing right now to make sure that your retirement plan is more than just pages in a book, right? It's just not, it's not collecting dust over there, right? Working with an independent advisor can really help you stay on, on track all the way through retirement, not just up to, but all the way through. So things, again, we'll get into the steps that you can take to make sure this plan is going to be ready for you, no matter what happens, because we've got market volatility, we've got the economy, we've got inflation. That's been a theme lately, and it doesn't look like it's going away. So let's start. What is, first question, what is your time horizon? Let's explain that term, and then let's get into it. Yeah, this is so important, in my opinion. Your current age and your expected retirement age create what I would call the initial groundwork for an effective retirement strategy. Okay, so first, the longer the time between today and retirement, the higher the level of risk that anyone's portfolio can withstand. Okay, and that's just because you have more time to recover after going through down markets, okay? Additionally, you need returns that outpace inflation so that you can not only grow your money in total, but also, you know, you want to protect your future purchasing power. There's a quote out there, inflation is like an acorn. It starts out small, but given enough time, 
can turn into a mighty oak tree. And I thought that's a really good way to put it because it just compounds over the years. Folks, retirement planning. Uh, so many people, you know, you work your entire life, you accumulate, you accumulate, and then you get to retirement. If you do not have a plan, uh, you could be in a little bit of trouble. So make sure you have a plan. Make sure it is designed specifically for you. And right now we're going over steps just to make sure that plan, it's ready for whatever is thrown at you as you move towards and into retirement. So knowing uh, your time horizon and what are your spending requirements once you get into retirement? Yeah, and you have to have realistic expectations about what post-retirement spending is actually going to look like. Now, most people argue that after they retire, their annual spending amounts to like, you know, 70 to 80 percent of what they were spending previously. But that type of assumption, you know, especially in in my experience and dealing with so many people that we've helped retire, that assumption of 70 to 80 percent of what you're spending while you're working is kind of unrealistic, in my opinion, especially if you have a mortgage that hasn't been paid off. Or if you have unforeseen medical expenses, which we talked about in that first segment, the way I always put it is while you're working, you're sacrificing your time to be able to work and earn an income. When you retire, that should be the point in time where you shouldn't have to live on 70 to 80 percent. Like what what 20 percent or 30 percent of your life do you want to give up when you get to retirement? To me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You should want to have the same amount of income in retirement as you did while you were working. But in order to determine that, we have to have a, a kind of a vision of what we want retirement to look like and what you're going to be doing and what that is going to cost. So start thinking about what you'll be spending in retirement, because that's a great starting point to start to build a retirement plan out. We have an opportunity that's going to present itself here at Retire Smart Maryland Radio. That opportunity is get on the calendar with Prashant Samapathy and, and talk about your retirement situation. If you have not started planning, one of these spots will be a perfect time to do it. Uh, if you're in the middle of something and you've got questions, get a second opinion. One of those spots could be for you as well. This portion of the program, you know, going over, you know, several steps, taking a look at a solid retirement income and, you know, retirement plan as well as an income plan. I mean, it, it's going to be very, very important as you move towards retirement. So we've talked about time horizon. What is it? Also, your spending requirements. What are those going to be once you hit retirement? And Prashant, what about this one? The after-tax rate of return that you're going to need. Yeah. I mean, once the expected time horizon and the spending requirements, once those are determined, we have to determine how much of a rate of return must actually be calculated to assess the feasibility of the portfolio producing the amount of income that you're going to need. So I'll give you an example here. If you have a pension and you have Social Security that's coming in and that totals up to $5,000 a month, but we've determined that your spending requirements put you at $8,000 a month, then we have a gap in our income. We need eight. We only have five. So our portfolio has to be able to fill that gap in. Well, if we're taking $3,000 a month from a portfolio, it's got to be earning something over your retirement years to be able to make sure that it never runs out, right? And so that is kind of the million-dollar question. How much return do you actually need to live the way that you want to? 
I mean, we, we talk about moving parts in a retirement plan. Uh, folks, I mean, this is a great example of so many things that go into retirement. Make sure you've got all your I's dotted and your T's crossed and you're having these types of conversations. If you have not started planning, getting on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy is about to happen for you if you can grab one of these spots. But these steps that you can take to make sure that your plan is ready for whatever comes at you, market, economy, inflation, I mean, these are the steps. Knowing your time horizon, your spending requirements, the tax rate of return you're going to need, and boy, this next one, you know, what is your risk tolerance and what needs have to be met once you hit retirement? Yeah. Now, whether it's you or a professional money manager who's in charge of the investment decisions, having a proper portfolio allocation that really balances some of the concerns of risk and return is arguably one of the most important steps in the retirement planning process. How much risk are you willing to take to meet your objectives? And what we're going through right now in the market with all broad market indexes being negative for the year, it's forced people to really reconcile their feelings about how they feel about taking risk. So a question every single listener can ask themselves today is on the money that I have saved for retirement, how much can I lose before it makes me feel uncomfortable? Okay, how much can you lose before it makes you feel uncomfortable? Everybody should have an answer to that question. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors during the week. Great website for you, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Just packed with information, also contact information. You can get in touch with Elite Income Advisors. Uh, Prashant is here each and every week, and we talk the retirement topics. And you're going to have questions. We're going to open up calendar spots for Prashant here. No cost or obligation in just a few minutes. All right, so the steps. You know, making sure your plan, ready for whatever is thrown at you as you move towards your retirement. I mean, the market could be crazy. The economy could be up and down. Hey, it's kind of going on. And inflation, it's there too. So, you know, knowing your time horizon, you know, your spending requirements, in re you know, once, once you hit retirement. The after-tax rate of return you're going to need. Those are all important. Risk tolerance, you know, what needs have to be met once you get into retirement and really know what your risk tolerance is. And this, this next one, Prashant, and it's our final one, it's one that a lot of people don't want to talk about because it's end-of-life stuff. You know, what are your estate planning goals? Yeah. Now, estate planning is going to vary over an investor's lifetime. So early on, matters such as powers, powers of attorney and wills, those types of things are necessary. But once you start a family or get into uh, later on in life, you have to start to think about how you'd like that money to be dispersed, okay, when you're gone. Okay, that's a hugely important component of your financial plan. And one of the most challenging aspects of creating a comprehensive retirement plan really lies in striking a balance between the realistic return expectations desired standard of living, coordinating your portfolio and your, your income plan with your tax plan and your estate plan, right? So we've touched on four or five different things here that every single person should really be thinking about as they think about retirement. And to me, it's kind of like a financial puzzle. It really just boils down to the fact that all of those financial puzzle pieces really need to fit together. And so if you give us a call right now and you set up that initial no cost, uh, no obligation consultation with us, 
we'll talk through all of those different puzzle pieces that you need to be considering, such as estate planning. You know, we just talked about it. What do you want to have happen with your money when you're gone? What about an income plan? Do you have an income plan in place to be sure that you aren't in danger of running out of money if you end up living 25 or 30 years in retirement? What about the risk of the market? Could your retirement plan sustain another extended downturn in the market like we saw back in 2008? Right. So these are a lot of the concerns that face our clients today. What we found is that there's a lot that needs to be discussed. And most people just haven't planned thoroughly enough to address all of those different issues and make those puzzle pieces fit. So if you give us a call right now and you're one of the first 10 callers, you can schedule that complimentary no obligation visit with me and my team at Elite Income Advisors, and we'll talk through this stuff with you. All right. We've got 10 positions on the calendar available, and there's no cost or obligation. They're open now. 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Design, build, and protect. Folks, it's all about your retirement. Call now. Get some peace of mind. Here's the number. Again, 10 spots. They will go fast. 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. When we come back, it's time for questions from our listeners, and we've got some good ones this week. Welcome back into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Prashant is an independent fiduciary. He's a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. And folks, wonderful website. It's a great resource for you. You're out there. You're, you're driving around. Maybe you're doing some things, and, and you just don't have time to listen to the entire show. You can go to EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. All of our shows in podcast form are there for you. Uh, but folks, just a lot of information uh, that will be very helpful when it comes to retirement planning. You're going to have questions. And again, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com, great resource website for you. So we're rolling into question and answer. I want to remind you that immediately following Q&A, uh, those spots on the calendar for Prashant Sabapathy available, no cost or obligation. So listen up and we will get to those here in just a little bit. So Jasper is in Columbia, Prashant. Here's the question. I'm 67 years old. I'm inheriting approximately $47,000 from the sale of my deceased mother's home. Should I invest all of it or invest half and use the other half to pay off the balance of my mortgage, which is approximately $25,000 at 4.5%? Yeah, this is an interesting one here. And I think if you asked probably five different advisors, you may actually get five different answers on this. And I think a lot of that depends on how you feel personally about taking on and having debt uh, versus how you feel about investing that money in the market, right? So I think it's all kind of personal preference with this one. It's kind of found money like you're referring to there. And so I did a I did a video series. You can find it on my website, www.eliteincomeadvisors.com. It was called The Seven Financial Blind Spots. And one of those blind spots is carrying that mortgage into retirement. Now, personally, I like the idea of being debt free. Okay. And so anything that we can do to reduce or eliminate debt, I think is a great idea. However, everyone's situation is a little bit different, right? Jasper, you've only given me 
kind of part of your entire situation here. And so on the surface, I love the idea of paying off debt. But before you make any big moves here, you really want to make sure that you've considered all angles of your financial plan before putting that $47,000 to work. Question and answer here on Retire Smart Maryland Radio. And you are going to have your own set of questions. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy. You can ask those questions in person and get answers when it comes to your retirement plan. Maybe you haven't started planning. One of the spots on the calendar would be a great time to do that. Or maybe you've just got questions about what's going on inside your current plan. Get a second opinion with Prashant Sabapathy. Again, we'll open up those spots here right after Q&A. Odenton, our next location, Archie is there. Here's the question for you, Prashant. I am 71 years old. I'm on Medicare. I do not have a health savings account, HSA. My wife is 63 and is not on Medicare, but she has an HSA where she contributes $3,650 per year. If she contributes $7,300 for the family, can I draw upon that for my medical expenses? This is kind of a complicated one uh, because we're dealing with both the Medicare system as well as HSA's health savings accounts. Per IRS publication 969, your spouse can use her HSA money for herself, her spouse, or any dependents that are claimed on her tax return. Also, any dependents that she could have claimed on her tax return but didn't. So a little bit of a complicated situation, but it definitely looks like she can potentially use some of that HSA money uh, for you because you are the spouse. Question and answer rolling on. Marjorie, she's in Frederick. Here's the question. I'm looking to open an investment account for a parent who is 55 years old with no retirement savings. With a limited time to invest and save, what solution would optimize their investment? So uh, I'm glad you used the word optimize there. I think optimization is kind of relative, right? So what I mean by that is if you're trying to put money into an investment account, the first thing we need to do is determine what the objective is on that investment. Now, of course, anytime you're investing, I think you invest to grow your account and make a return on your money. But how much income do we need to derive from that account in the future? What is our time horizon? You know, you said you have limited time to invest and save. How long is that actually, right? So these are some of the questions that we really kind of need to be asking. Um, It's a little bit difficult to offer a solution in a general setting like this to help, quote unquote, optimize the investment, I think we really have to do a deeper dive and figure out what are our goals? What is our true time horizon? And what are we going to use that uh, investment for in the future? Each and every week here on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, we get into so many different retirement topics, and it's going to spark a lot of questions. And then we wrap the show with, with some great questions. People are going through so many different things when it comes to retirement. And again, we talk about so often, there are a lot of moving parts, folks. And each of, you know, each of these plans are going to be individual to the person or the couple that is retiring. So make sure, you know, you're, you're probably listening and you're like, well, you know, I've got something that's kind of like that. Well, it's not exactly 
what you're going through. Make sure your plan is unique to you. And your questions are going to be unique. And you can ask those questions of Prashant Sabapathy. Again, no cost or obligation. We're going to open up those 10 spots here in just a sec. We've got a couple more questions on the program this week. Baltimore is our next location, Prashant. Here's the question from Jane. Can I buy ETFs for my Roth IRA? Yeah, good question. I actually get these types of questions all the time. So, Jane, think about your Roth IRA as nothing more than just a shell, okay? And that is a shell that provides you tremendous tax benefits. So within that Roth IRA, you can pretty much get any type of investment that you want. You can get stocks, bonds, mutual funds, even ETFs. You can get annuities. You can get gold. You can get real estate, right? So the Roth IRA is nothing more than a tax-exempt shell on both the growth and the principal in your account as long as you've made qualified distributions, meaning you're over the age of 59 and a half and you've owned that Roth IRA for at least five years. So great question there. The short answer is yes, you can buy ETFs inside of your Roth IRA. Final question of the program. And then again, there's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy and you can have, you can bring your own set of questions uh, when it comes to your retirement plan. Maybe you haven't started. Uh, again, great time to do it. Just kickstart it, uh, you know, have that conversation, talk about your goals, uh, you know, create a roadmap to kind of get you there. I mean, this is retirement planning and you could really dive in. Uh, or if you're in the middle of something and you've just got a lot of questions, which a lot of people do, uh, you can get a second opinion. One of the spots on the calendar could be for you as well. Final question of the program is from Annapolis. Stu is there. Here's the question for you, Prashant. My wife has been retired from the workforce for eight years. The two of us have approximately 750000 in assets. We have no debt. Our combined Social Security benefits today would be more than adequate to sustain our current lifestyle. Is there any point in waiting an additional three years to retire at full retirement age if I can comfortably live off Social Security benefits right now? So I think one thing that we really need to think of here is healthcare. Okay. Um, so when we look at healthcare, we talked about how much of healthcare expenses can add up. Now, you know, is there any point in retiring? It kind of depends. Uh, I think your question implies that you are uh, below your full retirement age. So that very well may mean that your wife is not yet on uh, on Medicare or maybe you're not on Medicare. And so if you were to retire right now, what are you going to do for healthcare, right? And so that's a big question that you really need to answer before retiring. Uh, even though you can comfortably live off the of Social Security, where's your health benefits going to come from? In addition, simply by working longer, you may be able to increase the amount of Social Security that you're entitled to. You may be able to save a little bit more money um, having three quarters of a million dollars saved is a is a commendable uh, kind of commendable thing. And it's a significant amount of money, but more is always better when you get closer to retirement, especially through choppy markets and 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 times of high inflation. So it's a great question. My advice would be to get a real financial plan done to show exactly where you stand today. And that is kind of the underlying theme of our show. You know, I'm very passionate about my belief that each and every listener out there deserves 
a secure and independent retirement. And that's why we offer this no cost, no obligation consultation to our radio listeners, first 10 callers, to help keep you on that path. And that consultation, when you come in to visit with us, will help you determine how prepared you are to handle some of those retirement pitfalls, things like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and even taxation. You've worked really hard for your money. Why wouldn't you put the time in to plan for how that money is going to take care of you once you get to retirement? So pick up the phone, give us a call. Let's get to work now so that you can get that fact-based approach that you deserve so that you can get better answers to your financial challenges and questions and objectives. So pick up the phone, 10 callers only. Last opportunity for today's show, 800-653-8404. Finally, someone's offering retirees and pre-retirees just common sense and straight talk. Folks, you need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Prashant Sambapathy and his team are going to translate for you a very complex world into very clear instructions when it comes to retirement. And this is your opportunity. We have 10 positions on the calendar, and they will fill up fast. Here's the number, 800 653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. The next 10 callers are going to receive that comprehensive review. And the review is going to show you kind of where you are, and most importantly, that roadmap to get you where you need to be. In short, folks, you've got nothing to lose. You've got 10 positions. You need to call now. Here's the number, 800-653-8404. That's 800 800- 653-8404. Call Prashant Sabapathy at Elite Income Advisors now. 800-653-8404. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess the surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 